One of the things I've always struggled with is my wallet. I feel like I always have way too many cards in there. I can never get the right one out when I need it. I'm always fumbling through stuff, and it's just it always is super outdated. I checked out Exter, and they literally had the answer I was looking for. They have a wallet that is built for the 21st century. This wallet fans out your cards at the click of a button, and the expandable metal backplate allows you to carry more while keeping a really slim profile. You can literally hold up to 12 cards and dollar bills in this wallet. It's so cool and it's sleek. They don't just make wallets. They make bags and accessories that save you time. If you lose your wallet all the time, they even have a tracking thing that you can put in there. I really love it. And everything in this wallet is eco-friendly and how they make all their products is eco-friendly. So it's super cool. I have loved my wallet and Reyes got his wallet from Exter and uh, somebody loved his wallet so much they stole it from him. (laughs) So there you go. It's an awesome product. Head on over to Exter.com and use the promo code all caps Arizona for 35% off your purchase. Again, head on over to Exter.com and use the promo code all caps Arizona for 35% off your purchase. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. Your other host, Reyes, is here with me as always. And it is the week of the ASBP Summer Sweet 16. We're going to break down all the teams that are in the ASBP Summer Sweet 16. We're going to talk about their matchups. And we're also going to talk about some players that we're really excited to watch ball out. So let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> I love the I love the motions you had going on, Thanks, dude. Man, dude. Usually when that happens, I pull a Charlie horse or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that this is audio only. But sometimes I do think if it wasn't audio only, people would think it was way funnier. Do you think the viewership or or like the, what the listenership? I think I just made that word up. Honestly, do you think that it would go up? I have no idea. Probably I, not. I have no idea, but I guess we, it's not a flex or anything like that, but I want to do like say one thing. I want to say thank you guys for continuing to support the Arizona small ball podcasting. It's freaking awesome. Just like just a little pat for you guys as well, because I think it's not just for us, but I think it's for you guys. Like we were at 2,500 this past season or mm-hmm. like a season ago. Right. Yep. And then this season we just got the numbers and everything like that. You know, we just kind of succumb that with 4,500 listeners. And it's so freaking awesome, that dude. doesn't happen without you guys. Like I said, and I think it's huge and it's kind of cool to know that we've only ta- we've only tapped into a small pool in the Arizona small ball podcast, the Arizona small ball landscape itself. Like I said, if you haven't already, when you hear this on Monday and you're like, man, I wonder what that talk was about section seven was. You just gonna you go ahead and enlist and be part of that Patreon, be part of the small ball army. So you know what's going on in section seven if you weren't keeping tabs on that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um I'm glad you said that because I was gonna forget about that. On this episode, we're not gonna talk about section seven in, in detail. Uh, we did do a Patreon episode all about section seven when we talked about key takeaways, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and there was some ugly. There was some ugly. <laughs> At least a little bit. But we did break that whole thing down on Patreon. So if you haven't done that, go to any of our social media platforms and just hit the link tree. And there, there's Patreon there. So you can check that out. Super cool. And it's also a great way for you to support us in a different way. You know, and you get more content as you support us. So 
Yeah, so really good. But this week is not about Section 7, man. It's, it's something better. It's not about Section 7, man. Section, Section 7, seven right? Forget them. This is the biggest event in Arizona hotter, summer basketball history. My balls are hot. Whoa, <laughs> hey, whoa, oh, whoa, yo, yo. hey, what whoa. are you doing? No, I meant to say like basketballs, bro. My okay, bad, yeah, right. I think we all know what you meant. We're going down south. We're going to be at Phoenix Christian and at Valley Lutheran. Shouts out to those two for mm-hmm. you know letting us use the facilities and everything like that. But the ASBP Summer Sweet 16 is here. We're live. We're super excited for the teams to be here. We're ready for the coaches to be there. If you're not into the event and you got nothing to do on Friday or Saturday, just come pull up, show some love. Like I said, we'd love to meet you guys in person. We kind of did that already with the, the ASBP Senior Showcase, Slight Flex. But like I said, we just want to connect with you guys. And if you want to be a part of this event, you guys just want to be a part of Small Ball. Like I said, we want you guys, and we really want to see you guys come out and show out and show these teams love. There's going to be some really, really good teams and players, some some awesome coaching, some great matchups, just everything, man. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. And before we get into that, we do have to do a slight plug for uh, one of our sponsors that is actually sponsoring the event. Hey, if this is this might be like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Okay. We're really excited about hosting the Sweet 16 tournament. I think we're more excited about hosting than another thing. But but I'm I'm equally a little bit more. Let me ask you this, Reyes. After a game, whether it's a win or a loss, what do teams do? They go out to eat. And what is your favorite place to go out to eat? And probably most coaches' favorite place to go out to eat. Well, I'm going to tell you, we're going to the Monday Night League in Coco, and afterwards, guess where we're going to go eat? We're going to go eat at Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's, right? Raising Cane's. Is that, is that, uh, do they have a song? I have no idea. No. I made it. I hope I did. We love Canes, and I'm not even from Arizona. I didn't grow up on Canes. I love Canes. I love Canes now. I love it. Like I'll kill someone for it, literally. Would you? No, I don't think so. I was going to say, would you kill me for Canes? Nah, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) Okay. So, but because we love Canes so much... We were talking about the hospitality room for the coaches and for the referees and for the officials and stuff. And I was like, man, let's just like, let's just see, right? Let's just see what we can get. So we called a bunch of places and Raising Cane's got back to us and uh, they're going to sponsor our hospitality room for one of the days. And we're super excited to get some chicken hey, fingers. A, that man. is a win. So when you come, when you pull up the Phoenix Christian on Friday and you see the Raising Cane's banner, baby, you just know that that's a win for us. It's awesome. So we're super excited about it. Like, uh, we've had Canes after a victory. After an L. We've had Canes after an L. And either way, no matter what, whether it's a win or it's an L, it just hits the it hits the spot. Kane just hits differently. The consistency in Kane is like Stephen Curry shooting. Mm. It is just money from deep, from close quarters, whatever you want. It's like Shaq in the paint. It just dominates the. It's rest like of Jokic the, in the paint. It just yeah, Jokic in the paint. It just dominates the touch, though, from the chicken fingers. Right. It just it's just another level than all the rest of the chicken fingers in the world. Um, if you love Canes and you want to support us. Well, the hospitality room is. We've talked about this. It's not I just know. open to but the wait, public. I, I, wait, can we like do something for the? T- oh, that's for the teams that are in it. Never it's just for the coaches and for the officials. Just it's not just a, hey, if you show up, come to the hospitality. My bad, dude. No, it's not a free invite. My bad, guys. It's not like that, dude. I'm so used it's to it's not. But it ain't a block party. But, it's not. But 
It is a party. But Canes will it's be a there. It's party in my city. Uh, which is going to be super oh, fun. Oh, no, it's a parade in my city. That's what John it's, it's a parade in your city. So Canes will be there. So huge shout out to them and for, for them partnering with us and sponsoring this event. They were super excited about it. They thought it was awesome. Yeah, super cool. So it's going to be cool. Yeah, so that that's really cool, and we wanted to give a shout out to that. Let's get to the Sweet 16 here. Let's do it, man. Or we should say the Sweet 15, and let's talk about these teams. Let's do it, man. Uh, to kick it off, dude, we're going to start off with, we're going to go alphabetical order. Are we just like, we're going to list them all, right? And then we'll go and just break them down after that? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay, let's do so it. So we have ALA West Foothills in it. We got Arizona Lutheran. We got Baba Quaveri. We got Benjamin Franklin. We got Camp Verde. You got Cicero Prep, Fountain Hills, Gilbert Christian, Glendale Prep, Heritage Academy Levine. You got Holbrook, Palo Verde Magnet, Phoenix Christian, Thatcher, and Trivium Prep. Woo! Those are some really good hey, teams, talk dude. About, that's some solid team. That's some great teams. So before we get into any of this, give me a team that you were the most excited about just off of that. Uh, I'm most excited about Phoenix Christian, to be honest with you. Gilbert Christian, just those two teams in particular. I'm really excited to see what Benjamin Franklin, just because I didn't get to see him at, at Section 7. I know they were there, but I didn't get to see him, so I'm very excited about them. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm just excited for all these teams. I'm just going to start naming them all, so I guess I should go to you. But I'm super excited for Bobo Covary to see how they compete. I was going to say Bobo. I was going to say Glendale. Because uh, we know how Trivium, we know how the Thatchers, right. we know what, yeah, we know what Fallon Hills and Guild, we know what they're going to bring. But for some of the teams that we kind of don't know, but we know that they were great in their respective conferences, it's super nice to see how they're going to compete. And then in this ASBP Summer Sweet 16 just loaded matchup tournament. It's yeah. just going to be awesome, man. I'm super excited for Bobo. Super excited for Glendale Prep. And and not because I understand what I'm saying, like why I say I'm excited to see them. It's because I don't know as much about them, you know. So I'm excited to see how they compete. I'm excited to see what they got and, and like how they fare against a lot of like these bigger you know, top echelon, like whatever, you know, small ball school team. So I think that's going to be super cool. Man. Um, so let's just do this, okay? Let's go from the top of the list. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about each of these teams and we're going to look at their matchups really quick and just see, because it's just a round robin, so every team that comes gets four games. What we're going to do is just look at what's their best matchup. What, which matchup are you most excited about for each team? So for ALA West Foothills, um, they are in a, they're kind of like in the pool, like uh, with us and stuff like that. So one of the matchups, I mean, you know, to be completely biased, I'm more, I'm excited to get that rematch with ALA West Foothills. Oh, okay. That's cool. Canberra and ALA West Foothills. I think that's a great matchup. Like I said, especially with Dayton Foster, their shifty quick point guard mm-hmm. who can give anybody fits. Honestly, he's a great pickup for West Foothills. He is tough as it comes. Uh, but other than that, honestly, I think West Foothills and Palo Verde Magnet for me. That's going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be a solid matchup, knowing that how Palo Verde did in the Section 7 tournament. If you want to catch that, like I say, go to the uh, Join the Army here on the Patreon. But, yeah, I think that's a great matchup for Palo Verde Magnet for NALA West Foothills. I'm thinking about that. I think that's good. I'm really looking forward to, you know, Palo Verde Magnet has a lot of young kids. They're really they're that dog mentality with each other, you know. I love how they play. They play with an edge. LA West Foothills has a couple kids, when I talk to their coach, that I think are going to be here that were not at Section 7. Some transfers that would be pretty big impact players. Love to hear that. Love it, right? So I'm excited to see how, how the, the youth energy, energy and, and physicality of Palo Verde 
kind of meshes with the ALA West Same Foothills. Same with Thatcher, like I said, this this uh, pool itself is pretty tough. You got West Foothills, Cicero, uh, Paolo, Thatcher, and us. Like I said, those are pretty some decent mass matchups. Matchups. And what I'm really excited about is to see how ALA competes, man. I think they're gonna compete just fine. I can. Oh see yeah. I mean, out of the four games, like I said, I mean, sh- I'm not gonna give no records out. I don't think that'd be kind of fair. Well, especially because we're in this one that's biased, bro. We're not doing that. You can do it for anybody else, but just don't do it for somebody that we play. I'm going to do it. You're so dumb. I'm not going to do it. Here's what I'm actually excited about, too. Mm. In the first game, 10 a.m. on Friday, ALA West Foothills plays against Cicero Prep. I'm super excited to see how they can, if they have anybody that can match up with Yurkowski. Um, Yurkowski, if you don't know, we're going to talk about him a little bit more with Cicero Prep. He's their guy. He's about 6'4", and he's a stud. So I'm excited. I, I don't know. LA West Foothills might have a, a tougher time matching up against this kid, but they do play some zone. So I think that will be that might help him a little bit. So the biggest thing, though, with LA West Foothills, Dayton Foster. I mean, this kid, I did a tweet about him. And I think you saw it. But he's a whole package. I mean, he. you know who he reminds me of, actually? Be careful what you say, man. Oh, I'm not. I'm not shying away from this at all. Say it. Reminds me of you. (laughs) (laughs) No, he actually. Can we call him the young bull of small ball? The the Colin Sexton of small ball. You think? He's explosive. I don't know. That's a great match. I don't think that's good. Really? I don't think so. I'm not with it. I thought you were going to be with it. Uh, I'm not really. Just give it some time. Maybe after the Sweet 16, you'll you'll see where I'm at. Maybe, and we're going to be there all day. Well, yeah, of course. We'll be there all day. Must we leave? <laughs> Must we leave? So, yeah, I think ALA West Foothills, is, it's going to be really great for them. I'm excited because they do have some shooters on their team as well. They can shoot the ball very well. I like what they do. I mean, they have a really nice just kind of feel for the game, that Dayton Foster kid. Um, he changes a lot of things up for a lot of – he gives defense some nightmares for sure because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to, like – put some pressure on him he's quick and blow, blow by and which turns into a floater he will finish on you as well pull um, up he can shoot the ball everything he's just a whole package like i said dude don't look at the height dude hard over height mm. literally I, I kid, this kid can ball it's just a straight up hooper uh i'm really excited to see what and aoa westfoot is head coach he really holds it to a high standard man he gets he after does. him and so i think overall for aoa westfoot hills i think the key thing is just to it all kind of depends on Dayton Foster, and I don't want to put that pressure on him. But I think he likes the pressure. Oh come on, no, it's no pressure on him. But like I said, he I, loves it. He, I mean, I think ALA goes as far as he goes mm-hmm. in this tournament. Okay, so round robin, right? And it's round robin. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. ALA was Foothills was the first. So now we got Arizona Lutheran. My favorite matchup is against Fountain Hills Ooh. and Holbrook. Those two, were, but I think Fountain Hills and more in particular, just because of the defensive mindset of Coach Bonner and what he's going to do against Stephen Ironshell. Because let's just call it what it is. Ironshell right now is balling. Mm-hmm. He is just a problem. Coach Meyer has golly man, and he is just a great coach himself. He's a defensive mind as well. And so I think these two teams are particular. You can say you got Iron Shell, you got Key. And these Orton. are very, very defensive-minded teams with two standout guards. Yeah. You're right, and that's what I'm saying. So that's what this is what makes this matchup so interesting, you know. And I, I'm not going to give a prediction who wins this game. I just want to watch and enjoy it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really just kind of curious on the production from Key and Or and Iron Shell, right? You know, Key yeah. and Or being the senior and Iron Shell being the sophomore or junior, junior, junior now. Um, and so it'll be a classic showdown, I think. I think it's going to be great. This game is at 
um, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. at Phoenix Christian. Friday. So, like I said, if you're not doing anything 5 p.m. Friday and want to catch some good games, like I said, pull up to Phoenix Christian and watch that game. Um, no, don't sleep. I know we talk about Steph a lot, and that's it's, it's fair. It's fair, but don't But Noah that. Draper. He's grown. He's, is is dude, tough. He is huge. He is a grown man inside. And you have the surrounding cast of guards that are just dogs, super athletic. Quick slashers. Don't sleep on Luis. You know, all these kids, like, like they're all back. You know what I mean? The only kid that they lost was their big kid, Peltzer Pletzer, from last year. I think, I don't know if it's safe to say, but I want to say as of right now, just looking from the, at the two teams, I think ALA is probably a more complete team than Fountain Hills. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, would, I, don't, I don't think you would disagree with that in any way. Um, but Fountain Hills is still Fountain Hills, dude. It's Coach Bonner is still Coach Bonner. It's the hill, baby, right? It's the hill. <laughs> it's and the it's, fountain. It never runs dry. Never. Keeps, <laughs> oh, shoot, that's a bar, dude. That's pretty good. But, no, yeah, I mean, from watching uh, ALAS Section 7, man, like I said, the the kind of cohesiveness they got going on right now with Iron Show, how he's playing at a high level. The kids are just kind of picking up along with him. Noah Draper's playing like a man, like you said, inside. He's be able to kind of disrupt shots and everything like that. And I think defensively, they're playing, they're playing pretty sound. And I think Iron Show, I know we keep talking about him, but their supporting cast already kind of takes care of the defense. But I think sure. himself has kind of really put himself at being a better defensive player as well. So I think that's why it makes him more of a complete team. Okay, mm. let's move on to the next one. For the next team, we got Bobo Corveri, the state runner-ups. Bobo, okay. Coming in hot. I mean, pick your matchup, right? I mean, dude, we just gave Bobo a tough schedule. They got Benjamin Franklin for their first game. They got Trivium Prep. They got Phoenix Christian and Gilbert Christian. Dang. I think any of these matchups would be great for Bobo. I think the one that I'm most ex- uh, excited for, to be honest with you, is probably against Trivium Prep or Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's no disrespect for Bobo against Phoenix Christian or Gilbert Christian or anything like that, but I'm just saying as far as a better matchup, you probably have a better shot. What I hope, what do you hope, is that Bobo and the Antones and all of them. Show that they belong. I, I just hope, because I, I do think that, you know, there a, a lot of teams probably looking at this round robin are like, who the heck is Bobo Kavari? You know what I'm saying? Like even small ball teams. I hope they are. Bobo Kavari is tough, dude. They, those they kids, play, they I don't know who to liken them to in the 2A, 3A, but they're just winners. Like, I mean, you, you could even, I'm not saying that they're as talented as Monument Valley by any means. But they get it done. But that same type of winning, like just we're going to get every loose ball, like we're, that's Bobo, dude. And that was them in the 1A, took them all the way to the state title game. And, you know, if, if they have a better showing offensively, like they have a better game against North Valley. You know, so I, I really like Bobo. I, I love what they got going on with their squad, who they got coming back. If I remember right, it's Devin Antone. He is their leader. I mean, he's tough, man. Correct. He's a stud. I think he averaged like almost 20 points a game last yeah, season. Just about. So, I mean, I'm really looking for them to make some big noise here. And I just hope they compete, dude. Like, think about how good this is going to be for them. They're literally playing every conference. Obviously, they're being a 1A, so they've already seen the best of the 1A. Um, they get to play some two and some three days. So I think that's great for them. I like how their team plays. They, they play, play like a, a top five team in Gilbert Christian. Controlled chaos, baby. They play a top five team in, in Phoenix Christian, the two A. They play a top ten team in Trivium Prep. And, and the top ten team potentially in the three A. Ben Frank. I mean, this is a lot. This is good, dude. It's great for Bobo, and I think I'm so excited for them. Just for them to kind of experience uh, uh, 
high-level teams, right, in the small ball, right, and just to see and hopefully they belong. And I would – we do being biased as we are, but I think it's for them – it's their job to kind of go out there and prove sure. it for themselves. Okay, speaking about potentially a top-10 team in the three, we got Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. My favorite matchup of this is honestly going to be Phoenix Christian or Gilbert Christian. I want to see that Ben Phoenix. Franklin. Phoenix Christian. Because, I mean, Ben. so just so you guys know, Ben Franklin and Gilbert they play each other in the regular season. Right. Uh, Phoenix Christian and Ben Franklin. I mean, we know that Ben Franklin is probably not as athletic as Phoenix because Phoenix Christian is just no. crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I think it's fair to say I'm thinking about these teams. I mean, Phoenix Christian is by far the most athletic team that's here. Oh, by far. By far. They're one of the most athletic teams of Section 7. They're crazy. They are dumb athletic. It is crazy. No, but like just as – and anyways, to kind of go back to Ben Franklin, solid team last year, right, led by Malachi. Shouts out to him. He was Mm -hmm. at the ASPP Summer – Just uh, a baller, dude. Senior showcase and everything like that. Just a hooper. Um so we're kind of excited for Ben Franklin because of the year they had last year, and then we know they kind of brought some key players back, and so that's why we're kind of really excited for them, just because we know the basketball that they play. Well, and I think even more than like what you said, the basketball they play, their program. You know, their coach does an awesome job, so you know what kind of a product they're going to turn out. They're going to be super competitive. You know, defensively mindset. I'm kind of curious how they're going to match up fair to Phoenix Christian. That's why I'm so excited about this mm-hmm. game. Because, I mean, they do got some big bodies. Ben Franklin does. Yeah. Um, will it be enough for Phoenix Christian? I guess you have to find out on Friday at 6 p.m. Okay, let's move on. Uh, for the next uh, team. Well, and, and actually, sorry, before we move on, I am interested because now that Malachi is gone. Who fills the role? That I, I just, I'm not sure of, like, a standout kid for Ben Franklin. So I'm just excited to watch him play. It's going to be so fun, dude. Hashtag I agree. Um, the next game, we'll keep this one short. It's us. It's Cam Verde. Um... I don't know what you want to say about us. Uh, I think matchups wise, I'm I'm excited about. I'm excited for us to play against Thatcher. I'm excited for us to play against Thatcher and Palo. Honestly, yeah, I I just I think it'll be really good. Like Thatcher, always like a physical, like hard nosed team. You know, I love playing against teams like that. Make our kids better. And then Paolo, same, same thing, thing, you Young. know. So I'm excited about that. That'll be good. And the ALA was for it. be nice to get the little rematch going on. So that'd be super fun, like I said. But, you know, we got a little – we got some dogs, but we're still trying to figure it out. Like I said, we're kind of putting the Really pieces, young, so we're, – yeah. We're putting the pieces together slowly. Um, As they're constantly falling apart. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. That's a That's joke. why God made puzzles. <laughs> you can take them apart and put them back together. Uh, next is Cicero Prep, and we talked about Yurkowski a little bit. And now we're finally able to – this kid's a 6'4". He's athletic. He has a soft touch in the paint. Averaged 27 a game last year. Just just for some of you who are like, I don't know the Cicero Prep or who Yurkowski is, 27 a game. I didn't, and that's the thing. You can be only oh, playing the one. I don't care what conference you're at. 27 points a game. <laughs> the kid's a stud. Hey, I saw him do a windmill the other day. Hey, 27 a game is 27 a game. It is. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, my favorite matchup for them is either going to be a Thatcher or ALA West Foothills. Mm. Yeah. I think one of those two games, and like I said, I think Sister or Prep, we kind of went into it a little bit in previous episodes, but they were kind of like a roller coaster. You know what I mean? They were. They showed some highs, and when their lows were really low, and so for them, I just want to see the consistency. And so that's why I'm really excited for them to play in this ASPP Summer Sweet 16, just to kind of showcase what they are about. And maybe they can carry on this into the fall and then into the season, right? Because I do think, I think me and you can both can agree on this. 
we do see Cicero as a top 10 team, potentially top five team, if they can keep everything yeah, sure. together. Yeah, and I mean, and we can mention this too. For Babo, for Cicero, for Heritage, for all of these teams, and I shouldn't like group all those in together. That's not what I'm trying to do. But for teams that I know are in here because they want to push themselves and stretch themselves, you know what I mean? Like Cicero Prep playing against some of these teams, like that just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Even the summer, like like Thatcher, ALA Westfield Hills, like Palo, they just never play against those teams. So it's really cool different matchups that they're getting. Because I don't really know what they usually do in the summer. I have no idea. But it's it's good matchups. You know, it's awesome. Next is the Hills. The Hills. The Hills. Fountain Hills, baby. Uh, my favorite matchup is obviously the Arizona Lutheran matchup and then Holbrook. I want to see him a matchup against Holbrook. That's the first game Friday at 1 o'clock at Phoenix Christian High School. I love it. Yeah, I, mean, I love that. So, Fountain Hills, we've talked a lot about them, but obviously their standout player is Keaton Ort, the, one, of, one of the only returning seniors. For Fountain Hill. Hey, how funny we said that. I we, know. There's a few that are returning. He said, he said the only. And then one of his players is like, what about me? <laughs> so, so he does return. But he is their biggest offensive threat, I think is what he means. I'm going to be really interested to see how the supporting cast can really step up. Because, you know, the way that Coach Bonner runs his program over there is top level. It's top tier. They're able to like turn out like almost clones of players, you know, like they they L- can finish literal, literal clones. They can finish, they can shoot, and they all play defense and play super hard, you know, like and they're super consistent. So I mean, I'm excited to see them play against the Holbrook because when we watch Holbrook play, they're pretty good, and they they don't look like much, <laughs> but they're pretty good. Man, they can play. Yeah, so I'm excited to see them play against them, especially because the styles are so different too. You know, I, oh, I absolutely. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah, so I'm pumped about that. I think that'll be cool. Holbrook's a running gun, high flying, shooting, th- and man, that Holbrook can shoot the ball really well. Obviously, Fountain Hills has Keen, or who can shoot the ball well. We don't really know what their supporting cast can do, but just from right. previous uh, reports and just seeing the film and everything like that, and just knowing Bonner and everything like that, they're they usually can shoot. I'm curious if Fountain Hills can stop the transition with Holbrook. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they've never played against transition. Can they stop Tapaha? That's going to be a tough matchup for them. Honestly, it is. Dude, Tapaha, bro. I know, it's a tough one. And we'll get into him a little bit and stuff like that. But I'm very interested about who's going to match up with him. But like I said, overall, Fountain Hills, their defensive mindset. I mean, he's just a defensive wizard, honestly, and what he's going to do. Um, I'm super excited how they're going to key in on key, uh, not key in or on, um, Oh, Stefan Ironshell. Sorry. When they play against them? I know. Well, I know how they're going to key in. It's the same way they always key in on players. They just do it very fundamental. You know, team defense. It's not like it's a one person's job. It's team defense. You know, they do great with it. Not really junk. Yeah, it's really nice to see. So that's Fountain Hills for you in a nutshell. Just an overall solid team who just kind of gets after on the defensive end. Just kind of kills you slowly. Kills you with kindness. Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) Okay, next up. We got Gilbert Christian. Yeah, Gilbert Christian. We know a lot about them. I got to say this. I'm most excited to see him play Phoenix Christian again. They almost had him. I know, dude. Like, I'm really excited. You know, I was talking a little bit with Coach Jason over at Gilbert Christian. He is He's brand new as the head coach for Gilbert Christian. Not new to the program. He's been there, what, five years, I think? I think right around there. But he is. he's brand new to being a head coach. He says he's loving it. You know, like, it's awesome. And, and he's always wanted to do it. 
And I mean, he's doing a great job with the kids. He when I'm a, he got his kids playing at a high level. Yeah, he does, man. They're playing so hard. But you know, and watching them in Section Seven, and he kind of alluded to this as we were talking. They're still just trying to figure each other out. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that they're all trying to figure each other out, and they're still almost beat Phoenix Christian. Literally. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, this team and Coach Jason has been a part of this program for years. Gilbert Christian always peaks, like, right around playoff time, dude. That's just what it is. Like, they just always play their best basketball right around there, which is cool. So, he's been a part of that, so I expect everything to be the same. I'm excited to see how he kind of game plans and change things up for Phoenix Christian. Yeah, you know? I am too, honestly. Like I said, because they played each other, they almost and they almost won. You know, I say it was a very tight game. They pulled away at the end. Pulled away at the end and stuff like that. But what's interesting about Gilbert Christian was kind of different from a lot of small ball teams. They got a lot of key players. Right. They got what is Shink Shinkle, mm-hmm. Shink, whatever his name is. Yeah, my boy Keon Talgo putting on, and then you got uh, Kamari Stanbury, mm-hmm. who's just playing like an absolute stud right now, and so is Talgo. Um, and then honestly. They got some size, man. Yeah, they do. They do. And and again, with that, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how their big looks in in, in February. That and see, you know what I'm saying. Su- like, summer's all like we mentioned about this in the you know the section seven like our Patreon episode. We kind of mentioned it. We kind of alluded to it earlier. If you haven't heard it, like I said, go join the army. You can catch it on Patreon. Like I said, we always appreciate the support. Um. But, no, yeah, you're right, dude. I mean, the summer's all about developing and player development and just kind of getting in shape and getting better and learning the offense and kind of just building from that. And like we mentioned, Gilbert peaks term come playoffs. And, and I love it, too. Like, I would love it if we got a chance to play. It's actually unique that you get to play a team two times in the summer. It's really unique. That doesn't happen a whole lot. And I would love it, like, if we got to play against Valley Christian – and then we got to play them, like, and then say, okay, hey, let's game plan a little bit. Like, let's just see if how this works. That's kind of cool. I think it's super cool. And like I said, so I think Gilbert Christian is going to show out like they did at Section 7, like I said, because I bet no one thought that Phoenix Christian or Gilbert Christian was going to be in the championship. Yeah, they, they both just showed out. They man. just showed out and did what they needed to do. Like I said, they they did what we knew they can do, and so it's, a, it's super exciting to see what they're going to do uh, this week at the ASBP Summer Week 16. So if you want to check them out, pull up. For sure. Uh, next, we got Glendale Prep, who's honestly a pretty shocker team for me. Really? Uh, and I'm going to keep my eyes on them a little bit just because I, I think they got a little bit more than what I thought, honestly. Oh, for sure. Um, My favorite matchup for them is going to see how they fare. I mean, golly, I mean, they got three matchups against Arizona Lutheran, Fountain Hills, and Holbrook. Mm. Oh, I want to see them play against Holbrook. Just because they never play against them, like how cool is that? They never play against them. They, I mean, they said they do see Arizona Lutheran a little bit, but they never see Fallon Hill. So I guess yeah, our matchup would be the Holbrook. Yeah, you don't see it. They don't really get to see a lot of res teams like that. So yeah, um, Glendale Prep does have size. We know that they do get Chase Fredrickson. The kid is a monster inside. Huge. He was good last year. 6'8", right? 6'8". I'm excited to see how he improves moving into this season, too, you know. is he? He's a young kid, right? No, he's going to be a senior. You know what's funny? And this is what we're going to need to do. I know. I don't want to go on a little rant, but I just thought about this. So I'm just going to talk real quick. We need to get a list or just have these teams, whoever, they just need to send us their seniors. Just so we know, right? Because we know who we know. Right, but I feel like there's some seniors that we just don't know that really hoop. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, I know what you're saying. 
I sympathize. I was actually just thinking about this. How cool is it that we've been covering these teams for like four years now? So as we're talking about these teams, we're just going off rip. And we each know like multiple kids on the teams and their best player. You know, that's pretty cool, dude. It's a little weird. It is. It's kind of cool. <laughs> cool. I was talking to, to Jenny the other day. And she was like, so you excited for this? And then I just started going. I was like, yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, this team play against this team and this player against this player. And she was just like, is it weird that you just know all these high school kids' names and, like, every, like all their stats and everything? And I was like, yeah, I guess it is a little bit weird. It's a little weird, but that's what we do, babe. We're the Arizona Smallville Podcast for a reason. We want you guys to know that a lot of times when we are when we talk about stats and stuff, like, it's off the top. It's off the dome. It's not off of, like, whatever, so. Max preps or anything like that. Yeah. So, okay, anyways, go on. We ain't basic, but, no, like I said, I think Glendale Prep has size. They do got some kids that – um our defensive presence. I'm kind of curious to see if they have a, like a standout guard or anything like that. Sure, yeah. They normally do, but in recent years, we just kind of haven't seen that. It's kind of overall pretty solid team. So I'm really excited that they're in this event, and I'm pretty sure they're excited to play some really good matchups. I just am glad that O'Malley is gone. Oh, my God, nightmares. I can finally sleep. That kid should have been national player of the year, dude. You're absolutely right. He would give Koa Pete right now problems. I'm not kidding. I, I know how crazy this sounds, okay? I know, but I truly believe, like, without a shadow of a doubt, if you put freaking O'Malley and Koa Pete, and Koa Pete I, I think O'Malley might win, dude. Like, it's crazy. And he was like 5'10". For you small ball fanatics that truly know O'Malley. Oh, for for Glendale oh, oh, prep oh, oh, fanatics. O'Malley. Right, right. What we call O'Malley. O'Malley! Dude, that kid used to give us just the business. <laughs> I'll never forget. Hey, not just us. Everybody else was Dude, mobile. I will never forget <laughs> Coach Wall's face. We were playing them at their place. And I think it was like the first, like, I don't know, 10 possessions or something. And the Glendale Prep used to have this forward. His name was O'Malley. But we used to call him O'Malley because he used to make everything. So we always used to say it was like the luck of the Irish or whatever. Like freaking O'Malley, you know, like the luck of the Irish. And he had a younger brother who I think just graduated last year or the year before. He was a guard. He was a really good player too, but not the same level as his brother. Hey, don't ever put those two in the same sentence. <laughs> I just remember. O'Malley is on literally, he's a god tier. I know. But you know what's so funny is like it was like the first 10 possessions. And I think he scored on, like, eight of those ten. And it was just crazy, like, inside, in transition, step-back three-pointers. And uh, our head coach looked at us on down the bench, and he was like, do we just do, like, a triangle and two and put two guys on him? I was like, what do we do? Because <laughs> he was literally making everything, dude. And if like, you guys saw this guy, you would just think we're joking. We're not. You would, dude. Like, oh, man, it's crazy. So. And that's a good, nice little, like, callback. Dude, that just took me back a little bit, man. That's some fun times. And then remember, they came to play us at our place. And we were sitting in the bleachers. And somebody came in and sat right in front of me. And he had a jersey. That said O'Malley. That said O'Malley. And it was just like a rant. I think it was like a baseball player. But I was like, oh, my gosh. What is going on? They just fought. He just gave us fits. And he cursed the school for a little bit. And, you know, he gave us nightmares, man. Like, literal nightmares. Um, anyways, to kind of move off of from Glendale Prep, the Griffins. What if O'Malley never left? What if O'Malley went to Notre Dame 
like high school or are you talking about like the college? <laughs> I was talking about Cole. Oh, you're so <laughs> He could probably compete. He'd probably be starting. Dude, that kid in my mind, if Dude, I ever saw, if I ever coached against him again, I would do a triangle and two and put two. I might do like a like a two, like a one-one defense and put three kids on him. I don't even care. Everybody else can beat me. I just, he, he's crazy, dude. He'd probably be the National College Player of the Year if he tried. <laughs> okay, let's move on. We're getting out of control here. Okay, and then move on. We got Heritage Academy Levine. And that's Don't what, know anything about them. And I think that's what's super exciting. We know that they had a, they know they have a great season last season. But I, what I think is super cool, exciting, is like we get to obviously know them face-to-face. Now we finally get to see them a little bit. And they're going to be able to p- compete for themselves and like just mm-hmm. play against really great competition, like I said. I think one of the great matchups for me is going to be uh, Glendale Prep and Heritage. Mm, that's going to be good. I think it's going to be a solid matchup. That's at 11 a.m. at Phoenix Christian. So I think Heritage Academy, what, we're super excited to see you guys. And hopefully you guys just show out a little bit. You know what I mean? We're, it's all about competing and getting better. And this is one of those teams where I was saying, like, I really don't know much about them because we haven't covered Heritage a whole lot in these last four years. So I want to I wanna know, you know, like, who do they have that's good? Like, who's their player? You know, what, what kind of offense do they run? All that kind of stuff. So I'm pumped about that. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, we got Holbrook. So my thing is this. We know your boy on there. Tapaha. Mm-hmm. He be giving boys fits, dude. Stop mm-hmm. it. I'm just saying. Oh, Lord. O'Malley versus Tapaha. Dude, that's a matchup. For the ages. <laughs> that actually is a good matchup. It's a good match. I, I might have to go O'Malley. Really? No. I don't know. Dude. O'Malley's O'Malley, dude. I would take O'Malley over Tapaha. That's God. Too. I mean, Tapaha, you know, he's he's legit. O'Malley's just God tier. O'Malley just had the luck of the Irish, bro. He just had that it factor, dude. <laughs> uh, so Holbrook, they got Fallon Hills, Lutheran, and they got um, Glendale Prep. My favorite two matchups is can be Fallon Hills and ALA Lutheran. I'm excited for Arizona Lutheran. I think that matchup's going to be super fun. I think the way Holbrook's been playing, they've been playing at a high level. Coach Johnson got some, you know, just competing very hard on defense. Uh they can shoot the ball, obviously, just like every other res team. But I think what's a matchup nightmare is Tapaha. He is. He's tough. Because if you have he's going to be matched up against Draper in that scenario, and, and Draper is going to have the obvious size advantage. But Tapaha, I mean, it does. It don't matter. And we, I literally saw, we literally saw Tapaha post against a six ten dude and score. So I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it's actually crazy, dude. He literally went not just because it was in the offense. He literally walked him down and sealed more than once. And scored more than once in the post. It's crazy. I don't care how tall you are, dude. It's true. It's freaking Tapaha. That is true. I mean, I mean, there's not really much to say about Holbrook. We know well, here's something I do want to say about Holbrook that I think is super important to note. They defend at a much higher level than, than I did. expected them to. Oh, absolutely. Like, they, they really do that. And, I mean, Coach, a part of it is Coach Johnson holds them accountable. He cares about them. You know, he's on them about it. But, I mean, you look at them, they don't look like they can play defense that well. Like, they don't even look like they can move that fast. But, man, they they just compete, dude. Like, I love the squad. I love how they play. They got some size this year. They do. They got a kid who's pretty tall and long, you know. 
can shoot the ball, obviously. Mm-hmm. But their guard play is what really stands out to me. I think they defend at a high level, and golly, if you give them space, they will knock it down. And they will lull you to sleep with their offense. Yeah, I think the key for ALA is going to be containing their dribble drive. Mm. And then for Holbrook, I think the key for them is going to be figuring out how to slow down Iron Shell. And to to really, we talk about this, ALA is an above-average rebounding squad. You know, how are they going to win that rebounding battle against them? It's going to be it's going to be key in that matchup. Holbrook does crash sports pretty hard, too, as well. They do, yeah. So I think that's what makes this matchup super fun. So I'm really curious how this matchup kind of plays out in mm-hmm. that game, just in case people are listening and want to know about it. That will be Saturday at 5 o'clock. Mm. Tune in. Moving on. Palo Verde Magnet. I'm so excited about this squad, dude. Uh, we just have heard nothing but great things about these guys, especially from our source down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just been kind of shedding light for us about them. And like I said, we heard about them in Section 7. They were one of the first small ball teams to make some noise when they upset Mesa, which is a 6A. Um, I know. I'm just saying, I mean, pick your matchup here, honestly. They already played Thatcher, so I'm not really super excited about that match. I'm more excited ALA against West Foothills. Yeah. I think, like we mentioned. Dude, uh, that's going to be such a fun matchup because I've seen some clips of Palo Verde playing. So I think I, they have, like, two or three, like, really – they're guards that remind me of um, Dayton Foster. Not offensively, but just kind of that dog mentality. So I'm excited to see them match up against each other. That's going to be the first game, right? One o'clock for them. That's going to be Paulo Verde's first game at one o'clock at Valley Lutheran. Dude, that's going to be fun, man. It's going to be so fun. I just a great matchup for them. And like I said, Paulo Verde, what they have is youth, and they got just like that, like spurt of energy in them. I think that they got just, that dog. They're just hungry, right? They they want to eat. They want to put their names on the map for small ball, and like hopefully by the end of this, by the end of this event, we're talking about them a little bit more. Absolutely. Moving on, coming down to the end. This one's going to be kind of an easy one. Um, How many more teams we got? We got two more Okay. after this. We got Phoenix Christian. Okay. We kind of blew up a little bit on them during our Section 7, you know, so which was yesterday. On Patreon. So on Patreon, like I said. So if you want to listen to that, just go to our bio, click on the link tree. You'll see uh, Join the Army, like I said, and list now, and you'll be able to hear that. But a little bit about Phoenix Christian just because we'll kind of move on. Our matchup that we're excited to see is against Gilbert Christian, which is the rematch from Section 7 in the championship bracket. Um, Phoenix Christian got size. They got athleticism. Tommy Randall just playing like a freaking man. Bryce Anderson put someone on a poster, a nasty poster, may I mention. They're just Coach Dries just got some playing at a high level right now, and it's kind of a team to really watch out for. Um, not I. I really. Where do you rank them right now in the two A? Number one. So they're your number one. Yeah. And you feel really strong about that. It might change next week. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's good. I mean, yeah, you could. Ma- I think for me, they're probably. I think it's interchangeable. I don't after this weekend, after this week at Section 7, I think they're number two for me. Okay. Number two. That's fair. Yeah. I, I think them and, and Highland flip-flop for me. Dude, Phoenix Christian's got some new kids out there. That are playing at a very high level. They're just Bro, they're just big, long, athletic. They look like a 6A team. Yeah, literally, their bench and everything, too. And we said this on Patreon, but I think, like, every kid on their bench, they have, like, 10 kids on their bench, they probably start for us on our team. 
Majority of small ball teams. The majority of small ball teams. I mean, they just are loaded with athletes and players and all of that. So Hashtag I agree, man. I'm with you on that. So, I mean, yeah, I, a huge shout-out to them for helping us run this event, which is super cool. I'm excited to hang with them and, you know, all that. But, but yeah, I just – I'm trying to think for Phoenix Christian – if I'm coaching them, Coach Streisick already does this with the team bonding stuff and, like, you know, whatever. I think I'm trying to do as many team bonding things with these kids as possible because I want to keep them together as one mm. because I think later on down the season, there's going to be a time when they need to be able to come together. And if they can have that, it's going to help them. And I think they already do have that. But I think strengthening that, if I'm their coach, that would be one of the things I'd be thinking of. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm with you on that. Because they got the talent. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, by far. So I'm with you on that, man. So I'm super excited to see Phoenix Christian again, just in their house, just kind of doing what they do. I've never been there before. I've been there a couple times. And like I said, it's just right down the road from the crib. So I'm super excited. It's an easy drive. That's good. You know what else is an easy, easy drive? What? Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's. That's true it is. It's an easy drive right on 7th Street in Bethany, baby. It's good good chicken fingers. You need to fill your belly, go to Raising Cane's. <laughs> wow, okay. Am I getting wild? That was just like the most shameless advertisement ever. It's pretty shameless. Okay, who's next? Thatcher. Thatcher. Okay, a matchup that you're most excited for them. Uh, West Foothills. You want you like that matchup? I like that matchup. I like them or us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Thatcher's gonna be coming in a little, what's the word, like shorthanded, I guess you could say. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about they're, that. They're missing some of their football guys, which obviously is probably a big help for them. But what we know is they're still. I mean, it's Thatcher. Right. You know what you're gonna get? Hard nosed basketball. It's kind of funny to say because like, you see a hard nosed football, but hard nosed basketball. Right. Um, I, I probably just came up with that honestly. <laughs> um. But no, defensively, rebounding, just being aggressive in the passing lanes. I'm just that's what I know about Thatcher, right? Just kind of being that stigma of just defense. They just kind of like just embody that to a T, and then some. And so I'm super curious to see how they compete. Obviously against LA West Foothills, even against Palo Verde, right? Yeah, for sure. I think that's obviously. I mean, like I said, they're gonna see each other in the South. But I mean, it's just kind of like who's gonna win the South because we knew we called it. You know. Thatcher won the South. We we didn't know that. Right. And so, like you said, Palo Verde's kind of knocking on that door, so it's kind of interesting to see, like, what's going to happen. So I think I'm super excited for Thatcher to see what they can bring to the table. Well, I, what I'm excited, and I was actually really glad that Thatcher was coming, is I want to see how they're going to fare without, you know, Curtis and all that. You know what I mean? And Napier. And Napier, right, because they both graduated. So I'm excited to see, you know, what do they have cooking up how are they going to do things differently, you know, th- this next season? So we're going to get a first look at it. Not not a complete look, but but a decent look at, like, I'm actually almost glad that those other players aren't going to be there because we're going to get to see a lot of the supporting cast. Mm. You know, like, like how good are they? Where are they at? You know, so no, I'm, I'm pumped you. about that. Dude, how crazy was it was Curtis? Bro, he's wild. <laughs> Dude, that guy can get up, man. It's crazy. Hey, he's 6'8", six, 6'9", six, you know what I mean? And his head's just freaking over the rim. Literally, dude. He that's hit his crazy. head. Remember on the alley-oop, he literally hit his head on the backboard. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. And that was at the ASBP Senior Showcase, like I said. So we're super excited about that event in the near future. Yeah, I just, I'm very curious as to how they, they replace those two. 
because if you add their even just their scoring together if you add their scoring together it is like 35 points per game that are missing and then it is 16 rebounds per game that are missing and then if you add their other senior that would be 22 of their rebounds per game missing so there's a lot of things that are missing for Thatcher. I'm excited to see this this young group that he's bringing up. See what they got, you know. I I agree with you. And if Thatcher competes even a little bit, that's that's a really that's like that's scary hours baby. for the South. You know what I mean? That's super scary. Just in general, I think they're small ball. Yeah. Last but not least, the Knights of Trivium Prep. Trivium Prep. So this is super exciting for me because obviously I think a matchup that everybody would like to see, you know, just knowing the two in the two way Trivium and Phoenix Christian. But I think more for me is the Ben Franklin Trivium for me. Okay, cool. Why is that? I don't know. I just I'm just super curious what Ben Franklin has, and I'm super curious what Trivium has. We know what Coach Randall does for Trivium. We know what kind of kids, the great guard play they're gonna get. Yeah. They do got some size. Um, Trivium is a big team. Like they're sneaky big. They really are. And they got, uh, what's his name? And I mean mostly at the guard spot. You know what I mean? Like, they lost Sammy Roberts from last year. But as far as, like, from the guard spot, their guards were pretty big and, you know, like, athletic. They play 94 feet. Yeah. Um, They just get after it overall. And I think Ben Franklin's kind of a hard-nosed team as well. And so I'm just kind of super I'm just kind of super curious to see how those two teams just kind of collide. You know what I mean? I think Trivia and Phoenix Christian could be, could be a potential – you know, star game in the making. Um, but I said just me personally, I just kind of want to see that Ben Franklin Trivium game. I feel like I want to say this. Trivium and Phoenix Christian, that's on Saturday at 10 a.m. Yes. I think that that is going to be a playoff preview. I think they're going to meet in the playoffs. Think so? Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be really good. I, I think it's just great overall just for both teams. Um. I mean, I don't really know what to say about Trivium besides the fact that, like I said, they're dogs. They got some really great guard play. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Coach Randall right now just kind of had them overall in the summer has just have them playing at a high level. Yeah, uh, we we've been hearing the noise that they've been uh, creating for themselves, and so it's they've been competing exciting. pretty good. So really good, and so we're super excited for them just kind of be here, you know, back in the small ball realm for a little bit, playing against some really good small ball teams. It's solid, man, and this whole event. Is going to be fun. You know, I'm actually almost kind of regretting that we didn't make this into a tournament. But I, I like know. the fact that it's around Robin, you know, because it's just like, hey, come get your games and you go. Well, because we and then just so that you guys know, we literally came about this event like pretty late. Yeah. We were just kind of like, hey, we should throw an event real quick just for these guys and everything like that. Just because we want to see, see them all in one gym. And we got that. So obviously for next year planning, we'll probably plan something pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, I mean, small. Like a 100-team tournament? 101-team tournament. <laughs> Just make it like Winner take all. <laughs> take million, all. Minor, million dollar prize. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Raising so, my yeah, supply of games. Yeah, so this is the Summer Sweet 16. We're super excited about it. And we're just super excited to watch all these teams compete. And I am sure that by the end of this weekend, there's going to be different players and, and teams that are on our radar, you know, which is going to be super exciting. That's what we always want. And yeah, Reyes, is there anything else you want to say about this thing before uh, before we get out of here? Just pull up to the event. Like I said, if you got time, like I said, I know a lot of you listeners are probably even in the Valley, like I said, if you got nothing, and it's not, there's nothing going on Sunday. It's just Friday, Saturday from 10 to 7 on Friday and 10 to 6 on sa- Sunday. Saturday. 
Saturday. Friday and Saturday. I just said there's no Sunday, then I brought up Sunday. <laughs> it's Friday and I'm Saturday. A li- I'm a little slow, but that's all right. But like I said, just pull up, show some support, show some love for the ASBP Summer Sweet 16. Like I said, we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, and we will catch you guys next week.